Welcome to the Abra Podcast. How's it going, Mark? Yeah, good, bra. How are you? Good, thanks. Yourself? Yeah, yeah right. What podcast was it? Uh, this is the Abra Podcast. Abra? What's with the name? Uh, Abra. 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 Oh, we got a big episode today. It's We're going to be... A fair few topics to cover. It's probably the biggest episode we've done yet. Oh, yeah, I reckon easily. Just, just before we were, you know, we all got on with it and we got on with the podcast. Maka showed us this video of this oh, prolapsed arsehole. Yes, yes, <laughs> def- yeah, from my, yes, I was showing us. Hey, and we got to we got to tell him, we're not alone today. we got someone we're here. No, we never are. A very special always. guest, the one and only, it's Jamie from the Joe Rogan Podcast. What is going on, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, what are your thoughts on prolapsed assholes? <laughs> I don't know. I can't say. I can't comment on that. Okay. Okay. No worries. We'll get back to that later on. So, what's been going on in your week, Macca? Um, since last week, I haven't been up to much, mate. I've pretty much been focused on on uh, research for this episode. Of the oh podcast. shit. Okay. So this has become a full time gig, has it? <laughs> That's oh, it. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. What about yourself? I I, w- I actually I would assume. The exact same as you. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Dedicated to the craft. Yeah. Uh, actually, before I forget, I didn't tell you before we started because I wanted to tell you the story. Yeah. So, the Dockers made a song called Gypsy Kings and I'm making it about Peaky Blinders because it's fucking awesome. Cool. Now, That's, yeah. I'm trying to do a music video where I play all the characters and in Peaky Blinders, there's this, like, vi- there's this priest who's pretty cunty, you'd say. I and have seen the show. Oh, you've so seen yeah. it? Yeah, well, the listeners might not have seen it. True. And true. I went to buy a priest outfit. So there's this clothing shop down at... <laughs> <laughs> is that You know that, that party to dress up shop? At my there? work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, make a... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I went in there and I said to the guy... Oh, and there was a girl and a guy at the counter and the, they were both like in their 50s. And I said to the girl, Oh, um, hey, do you sell any priest outfits? <laughs> And she went, oh, uh, I'll just check with uh, Tim or whatever his name was. I hope that that wasn't his name. Yeah, <laughs> so, right. <laughs> she goes, oh, I'll check with Tim. And then she turns to Tim. I look at my phone. And she goes, oh, and I could hear, oh, do we sell any priest outfits? And I didn't hear him respond. So I just look up from my phone like, oh, he must have said, nah. Look up. And he's staring at me. And he goes, no, we don't sell those priest outfits. And I actually find it quite offensive that you'd be asking for that. I'm like, what? Is he really? joking? Because this is a dress-up <laughs> shop. I'm like, what the fuck? So I went, oh, no, I don't mean to offend you. Like, I, you know, what? it's just a for a, a, an idea for a music video. And he went, yeah, it's kind of offensive that you'd be dressing up as a priest. So I went, well, it's not a KKK outfit, which then took it zero to a hundred just like that. Yeah, very much. It's like it's like at a, at a venue. I heard Bill Burr talking about this. They're at this venue and there's a security guard there. And they'd kick two guys out because there was an issue. And the guy put his hand on the security guard's shoulder. And he went, listen, man. And he's trying to explain his reasoning because he can't get it across. And the security guard goes, look, first things first, don't you dare touch me. And it went from like zero to 100 so quickly. Yeah, that, that line, it, it is very... It is because you're like shitting on the guy's ego all of a sudden. He's like, hey, I don't want to like pussy it, out. Especially <laughs> in that scenario, he's coming to you. He's like, oh, come on. And it's like... Don't come near me. Yeah, it's like, don't you dare touch me. He's like, well, now he's got the upper... Anyway, this guy just went from zero to 100. Like, how dare you? I'm calling security. I went, well, what's the problem? Like, it's not a KKK outfit, like I said. And I said something like... The reason yeah, the reason he went zero to 100, because I went, well, one fucked kids. One killed black people. What do you think's worse? And that's when he went, oh, I'm calling security. Call security. I think, I think that's kind of, kind of fair from that line. 
I thought Jimmy I made a point. <laughs> yeah, he called security and security came and I kind of said, oh, I'm leaving. Like, you need to leave and I want to do a report. And then I heard a bit of yelling, but I just kept walking. Anyway, that's what happened to me half an hour ago. That was today. That's probably the highlight of the week though. Oh, that <laughs> yeah. is not. I like that. Yeah. Actually, fuck. I had some, had some vegan food last night. Where are you from? It's called the Lonely Mouth in Newtown. Yeah. What'd you have? Uh, ramen. Oh. Whoa, it was good. Yeah? Yeah, it was good. What, 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 spicy or... Quite spicy. Actually, do they have ramen in, in Cali, Jamie? Um, I assume so. Uh, I haven't been around Cali much recently, but from memory, yeah, they do have some pretty good ramen shops down there. <laughs> okay, cool. Good to know. So, all right, let's get, let's get on with the podcast. So, like we said, it's a big episode today. Yeah, we um, yeah we should get out of the intro phase because yeah. we've got a long one. And, and while some of you may be out there sinking tinnies with Du Bois and VBs, there are other things that have sunk, which oh, brings okay. us to our next topic, <laughs> oh, actually. Now that you mention it, the Titanic. Now, for our listeners who aren't aware, the Titanic was the world's biggest ship. I don't think that's... At the time. Oh, probably at the time. Yeah. And on its maiden voyage, fucking sunk. And Leonardo DiCaprio, stellar performance, 1997. You know, I don't think I've seen it. You've never seen Titanic? It's a fucking three-hour movie. That's a big commitment. You listen to Joe Rogan all the time. I don't listen to Joe Rogan. We've listened to, have you ever listened to a whole Joe Rogan episode? Um, not in one sitting, I don't think. It's, it takes me a few, few cracks. Yeah, nah, me too. All right, point taken. So, 1,500 people died on board. It was known as the unsinkable ship. <gasps> I just realized I got another fun fact about this. But Mac is, is it the insurance scam thing? No, it was the book. Okay, I'll just say it. There was a book that was written like 15 years before the Titanic. Can you look that up, Jamie? And it was about a ship, and it was called a really similar name. And it was about a ship that was the world's biggest at the time, and it sunk on its maiden voyage due to striking, striking an iceberg. Wow. Titan, the wreck of the Titan. Wow, is it literally called the fucking Titan? Odd, that's it's fucking weird. And what year was that that book made? Um, <coughs> Nineteen twelve. Oh wait, no, ni- uh, eighteen ninety-eight, and then the Titanic was nineteen twelve. That's on the yeah, nose. So it's like fourteen years before the time. Anyway, that was my weird fun fact. What's your one, Macca? Well, I've got two um, pertaining to the Titanic. We'll start off with um, there's one very specific person I want to talk about who was on the Titanic. And, Ooh. Um, that was one of the bakers at the time. Baked bra. Yeah, he was a. Ba- uh, <laughs> he was always baking. He was a cook dog bra. Was so he um, he bakers notoriously get up pretty early in the morning. Um, I I believe he was working at the time that the Titanic was hit by the iceberg. I believed, I believe that the Titanic hit the iceberg. It the the iceberg was not the force. Okay, cool. Nice bit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to call you out there. Um, so, anyway, uh, he, he's awake. He's working. Here's the fucking iceberg get hit. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, fuck. The ship's about to go down. So, wh- what... I believe it took four hours to sink. Something like that. Yeah, but so he's got a bit of time. Mm-hmm. So, what would any sane man do with four hours to himself on a sinking ship? Masturbate? Cl- mm, close. He got pissed. Oh, he got drunk. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard this. The chef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely yeah. blotto. Yeah, just, just a side note on the whole, like, if the, you're about to die and the world's about to end, what do you do? Pompeii, which was this volcanic 
uh, like it got fucked over and Mount Vesuvius erupted mm. in like BC in Rome. And all these, there's all these plaster figures there because they've unearthed it underground. There's people on the streets like jerking off. Hey? Yeah, there's one dude who's jerking off and, and like he's seen the world's about to end. He's like, I'm going to fucking throw one last one out. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll, we'll get into it a bit later on, but the, uh, I feel like the Greeks were, were big on it. Yeah, yeah. So that you can actually go to Pompeii. We're going to put up a picture. There's an actual... We got it, we Fuck got it here. oath, hey. That's yeah. good. <laughs> actual... Dead, kind of like sculpted, molded figure. That's like a real dude. Yeah, essentially mummified. Fuck, that's embarrassing. But well, I mean, no one knows who you are. Two thousand years later. Yeah, but you're fucking there still. That's true, but <laughs> you can see his head. We'll put up the photo. You very clearly can see his head. Like you, you don't. You can't know, make out what he looks like. You don't like. know who he is. Okay, what but is? But you know that he was. Would you be able to recognize Cleopatra if you saw her? Uh, probably not. Well, there's no photos of it. This guy's got half a head. Yeah, but he's there. He's still there. Yeah. That's him. He's still it's masturbating. Not, it's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he is. Legend has it, if you walk past it, we'll get you in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts on that, Jamie? Uh, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so go on. This chef... So he, he gets absolutely blood right? Ends up sinking. He's in the water. Most of the survivors who couldn't get on a life raft or things like that lasted 11 minutes. That's how, like... That's how cold it was. Yeah, cold it was. Shit. He lasted five hours. Yeah, because he was drunk, eh? That pierced. His body heat just kept him alive. Yeah, yeah, because alcohol does rise your body temper. You you ever heard of the saying, to kill a jacket? No. It's a saying in Brazil, uh, or Mexico, or fuck. More than likely Mexico. No, it wasn't Mexico, because a Spanish chick told me it. Which, again, is not... Brazil nor Mexico <laughs> it is Europe well, yes, either way it's saying tequila has got something that you know rises something in your blood level which increases your temperature well, and that, makes you those rescue dogs the ones that have like those big I can't remember what breed it is but they have like an oak barrel on their neck you would have seen it in like a movie or something oh I think that's in Monsters Inc yeah <laughs> yeah they have like that funnel thing around their neck what the fuck wait what are you talking about uh, like in Switzerland or something, the rescue teams have dogs that they put an oak barrel of whiskey around the dog. Oh, neck, right. And then they just send it out. Well, and that keeps them warm. No, no, no. So the dog goes, finds the person, and then the person takes the barrel of whiskey and drinks it, and then the dog will go back. They'll find a dog without a collar, and they'll follow the dog to where the person is. And that person will stay alive because they had a bit of booze. Yo, where's that? Uh, I think like Switzerland or something. Switzerland. You can look that up, Jamie. Yeah, like Europe or something. Oh, no, sorry. Jamie's still looking at the masturbating man <laughs> from Pompeii. <laughs> We've moved on. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of cases of like alcohol saving lives. Like the firefighters who had to go into Chernobyl. Drink driving. That's a good one. Dr- yeah. That's, that's saved lives. <laughs> that's yeah. saved lives. But the firefighters in Chernobyl, they survived the radiation because they were pissed. Survived? Really? Yeah. What, did it make him immune to it? Um, I'm not sure if it makes you immune, but your body can cope with it better. Oh, right. Yeah. You know, cockroaches can survive, like, they're so adaptable over time that they can survive nuclear attacks. That's, that is pretty crazy. Yeah, it's fucking insane. You know, and like, rats are so, what do you call it, breedable, that they can have, you can have two rats, and they can, within a month, that can spread to a million. Yeah. That's fucked. No wonder they had the Black Plague. Okay, (laughs) we've gone well off topic for what we had for today's episode, but... Breeding problems. Colombia has a hippo problem because of uh, what is that drug 
that massive cartel guy's name? Adele, uh, fucking Pablo Escobar. Pablo, Pablo Escobar wanted to start a private zoo, right? So he brought in, I think, like two hippos, four hippos, into Colombia, and it's now gone to fifty hippos, and they're like, what? They're killing wildlife. How much does that change? Eighty hippos. Eighty hippos. Now, fuck. Oh, they're <laughs> like they The problem is that, like, in Africa. Africa's not a great place for hippos to live. Yeah. So yeah. it keeps their numbers down. South America, it's perfect. There's vegetation all year round. What, so they're eating water. all the shit and all the animals and they're fucking up the ecosystem. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, I listened to this thing and, and they were saying that, think of an ecosystem like a Jenga tower. And every time you remove an animal or a few animals, or it's just something getting more that, and more that fragile. Didn't belong yeah, therein. and something can just tip it over. And I feel like eighty hippos is a fucking lot of hippos compared to none. <laughs> well, so they have this problem, and they're like, "Well, fuck, what are we gonna do?" And it's like, "Well, the only like it, it sucks, but the only logical thing to do is kill the hippos." So they're gonna kill the hippos. They killed one hippo. How f- dare they? A photo got out. Of like the hunters sitting next to the hippo. Yeah. Massive outcry oh, in Colombia. Fuck me. A federal judge made it illegal to hunt hippos. Did he understand the whole like issue behind it? Well, clearly, ecos- fucking not. Oh, I suppose like, ah, uh, I mean, I don't know enough about it to comment, but it sounds like they they shouldn't have let the hippos in. Well, I mean, it was literally a drug lord. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, well, it's fine then. <laughs> smuggled them in. Oh, shit. But yeah, but true. now they're kind of, like, the towns are making a economy out of it. What, like, like hippo, coming and watch hippos and shit? Yeah. Like, Fuck. and pe- the, that's the problem, is the people love the hippos. They're like, oh, they're so charming, they're, they're friendly, they're not wild animals. It's like... If any of you fuckers get close to one of these things, it will yeah, kill yeah. you. You know, actually, I read that in Alaska and Canada and some parts of... No, I don't think it was Scandinavia. Somewhere else, like Greenland and shit. Mm. It's quite common for people to leave their car doors unlocked because polar bear attacks are so common that people need, like, a quick <laughs> chance to escape. Yeah, yeah. And I think, like, they made it a law that you, you can't lock your car at certain times of the year in the middle of the street. See, I, that, that's good. I, I feel like that's a good sense of community. Oh, yeah. No, that's, that's mad. Well, it's like in the old days, you hear about leaving the money out for the milkman just on your doorstep. Yeah, or even... It's unfathomable now. Leaving the door open. Like, imagine leaving yeah, the Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got, like, raccoons like you around. <laughs> <laughs> so, damn, just another side note on the animal thing. Like, did you hear Hitler's cro- pet crocodile died a few weeks ago? I didn't. So there was this crocodile. I didn't he had a pro- crocodile. Well, there was a crocodile. It's it's around. I think it died at like eighty six years old. Can you look that up, Jamie? And uh, was it eighty six? Um, eighty four. Eighty four. Eighty four. Okay. So and it was missing during the years of World War Two, and there were a lot of rumors that Hitler had it as his as his pet. And there's a lot of sources that indicate it was in Germany at the time because a wealthy bidder or fucking someone, so and so bought it, mm. and it died the other day. I don't actually know where I was going with that, but Hitler's pet crocodile's dead. That's pretty... Uh, that's... I didn't realise crocs lived that long. Yeah. No, they they can live, like... I think the general lifespan is, like, 60 to 80. I mean, you those, those things are scary fucking things. Actually, I've got that... Oh, that's the American alligator. 
Fun fact, the, Ameri- the difference between the alligator and the crocodile, <coughs> the alligator has a longer snout and does not eat humans. Alligators don't eat humans. I feel like an alligator could. Well, it's the same as sharks. Sharks aren't actually like, they don't well, like well, eating well, humans. Well, then that's the same as crocodiles too. No, no, crocodiles will eat humans. A shark will eat a human. But no, no, they, they only think that we're fish because they're like pretty yeah, much blind they in the water. Se- like, so they think seals are surfers and shit like that. They think what? Seals? Oh, sorry, surfers are seals. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like they, they don't want to eat. But alligators very rarely attack like humans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dude, crocodiles are like the scariest fucking animal. Have you ever seen them like jump up? See, I feel like they are, but I still feel like I could take a croc. No, fuck that. I'd rather take on a shark any day really? than a croc. Because if fuck you no. if you punch a shark in the nose, they fuck off straight away. Yeah, or but the see, eye. you just gotta hold a croc's uh, like jaws down. They've yeah, really did, you know how, did you know how strong their jaws are yeah, and how they, quickly they snap? Yeah, they, they bite down really strong, but they can't lift up very well because their jaws that oh, heavy. Okay. So, so you when can they, just hold it close. While they take you for the death roll at the bottom of the of the river. Yeah, I'll just hold on to oh, it. Oh, yeah, true. That's a good point because they're yeah. not holding on to you already. No, because I... Yeah, I've yeah, it. no, you'll fucking die. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, mister. Oh, yeah, I'll punch Fuckin a shark Steve and be, be all right. Okay, I've got a segue with Steve Irwin. Damn, we're on a roll today. How long have we been going for already? 17 minutes. It's flown by, Macca. 17 minutes hey, and, we're, and we've covered one topic. Not even. So, <laughs> talking about, actually, you know what? Fuck that thing. I'll go, I'll go back. We'll come back to that one later. Remind me about Steve Irwin later on. All right. Yeah. So, we're going to be talking about now something that Macca introduced to me sitting in the back of modern history in year 11. Yep. The case of the Summerton Man. Oh, where's the oh, soundboard? Stop, stop. No, I soundboard, got, I got soundboard. You're not allowed. So the Summerton Man was a body that washed up on Summerton Beach in Adelaide in, what was it, 1946? 1948. 1948. Ah. Cool. Yours was shit. It's a bit, oh, I can do your one. <laughs> oh, okay, that's good. Keep that one. Okay, go, 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 go. So the Summerton Man known as the Tum and Shod case, involved an unidentified man found at 6.30am in 1948. Okay, it's getting really distracting now. Oh, sorry. I didn't... Hold on. So, there's... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, we get the All right, all right. (laughs) See how addictive a soundboard is? But for those who don't know... You're fucking bad. What do you mean? You just had a better rap. That was YouTube, brother. You're a dick. Yeah, cop that. <laughs> <laughs> so, there was a man who washed up on Adelaide Beach in 1948 at 6 in the Where's morning. Where's Adelaide for our Oh, Adelaide listeners. is in... For our foreign listeners. I know we've got a lot of viewers in Switzerland Think of like and the uh, US. Think of like a fat old dude, really hairy and smells bad. Yep. And then his asshole. Yeah. That's Adelaide for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so a man was, was up to... Everyone thought... A few people walked past, thought he was drunk, saw him gurgling. They found his body later on, and he was dead. <coughs> oh, God. He choked on my coffee. Uh, <laughs> so, he was dead. Anyway, they went to identify him. Couldn't identify anything with him. They looked at his clothes, his belt. All the tags had been removed. They found his suitcase six weeks later at Adelaide Station. Once again, nothing was yeah, conclusive of no where idea. he came from. A few months later, they did a second autopsy. Um, and in the autopsy, he, he's, sorry, he was about 40 to 45 years old. Peak physical condition, they were saying. And I believe... 
Did he or did he not have a book on him? We'll get to that. Okay, so. So he believed he died from heart failure brought on by poisoning, which meant the case had become a homicide or murder. So it was very odd because a few months later, a small rolled up piece of paper was found in like this hidden secret pocket in his jacket. Mm. And it read Tum and Shod, which is Farsi. What is Farsi? Is that a language? I believe it's... Uh, Armenian? No, I think Persian. Persian. Yeah, I think it is, yeah. So we'll say it's Persian, and it means it is ended or finished. And the piece of paper had been ripped from the final page of a Persian poetry That's book, it, yeah. which is called The Rabiat of Omar Khayyam. Incredibly rare book. Incredibly rare book. There's like, what? Oh, uh, I, I think... Let's it, Google that. Like how, many, how many books of Rabiat Omar Khayyam? So there was then a nationwide hunt for the book. We're just looking up how many copies exist. Well, yeah, because there's obviously a copy of this there's book nothing. that exists in Australia that is missing a page. Yeah. So there was a nationwide hunt for the book, and a man came forward because he had parked near Summerton Beach at the time of the death, and someone had thrown it from a moving car. And on this, in this book, and on the page that was ripped out, there was scribbled on the back uh, this Russian writing. So then it started to be theorized that the Summerton man was a Russian spy. So we're like, holy shit. On this piece of paper was also a phone number which belonged to a nurse who lived 400 meters away from where the body was found. So they called the number and they showed the Summerton man's face to her. Reportedly by the police, she almost fainted, but then changed her whole stance, cleaned up, went only go to the bathroom, started denying that she ever knew him. Right. So it gets more fucking intriguing. Police were suspecting that she was hiding something because she refused to work with them after that, denied any allegations. She died in 2007. Now, something weird about this, they, they did like a, a dental uh, thing on the Summerton Man years later, and I was saying he had a rare genetic disorder which affected his teeth that only affected 2% of the population. Uh, but it didn't really uh, conclude anything. Something else, I've got a scoop. <laughs> it's it's an Abra scoop. Abra so they the, the the daughter of this nurse who was the only phone number known on this piece of paper that refused to work with police was hiding something. Years later, the daughter of this Adelaide nurse comes out and says, Yeah, I found out like in well into my thirties that mum was fluent in fucking Russian. Mm. So there's something going on. Yeah. But what? I, I don't know. Probably a spy, I thought you maybe. had Damn, I thought you had something. Well, so basically, that is like one of the most baffling cold cases in Australian history. And it's pretty sick. Like like this Russian spy and a book. Yeah. I mean, there's, something, there's clearly something more to it, hey? Yeah. And then all this scribbling on the paper, they reckon it was a code for something. Like, yeah. what, what do you reckon? He's trying to expose communism or well, I mean, Bill we Shorted? Oh. oh yeah! Oh. oh no no no! It could be all connected, bro. Yeah, yeah. Get, bro. get that whiteboard out. The government. Get the string going. Aliens. Link everything up. Yeah, yeah. Get the sound. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so yeah, it could be all connected. The government, the aliens, the Russian. There we go. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> Whoa! Where did that music come from? Shit! That's weird. Man. That's really weird. 
Do you reckon he's listening? We better stop talking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, moving on. Fuck, hang on. Your mum speaks Russian too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that, that's all I got in the Summerton, man. I remember you told me about that, and I read a book about it, and it was pretty Did good. You? They pretty much go into detail into every bit of his clothing, where it could have come from, all the possible theories and motives, who killed him, why the fuck they killed him who the hell this nurse was, but the nurse thing's only come out recently. The daughter's come out and said that. Mm. Mm. How'd you find this Abra exclusive? Uh, there's, there's this thing, uh, what is it? It's called, it was on Facebook. <laughs> it's a, I'm in an Australian true crime <laughs> group, 10,000 members. <laughs> there's always fucking ones like, anyone remember the murder of this person? Yeah, I know who did it. It was my ex-husband. That's really? right. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Cool. Yeah, I'll add you to it. It's fucking funny. Yes. We're going to post shit in there and we're going to like, let's, let's stir up some shit in there. <laughs> um, oh shit. What do you got for us, Macca? I'm trying to check the list. I don't know. So, we've got, the, that was the Summerton Man. I, I got another story, actually, about a true crime. I listen to a few true crime, like, kind of episodes, yeah, yeah. docos, podcasts. Go for it, go for it. And this is another Aussie one. So this is a homegrown, another homegrown legend. We've had Steve Irwin, Ivan, Ivan Milat, Milat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Phil Jordan. Yeah, this is another one. A man named Julian Butchwald. And a, his girlfriend, which we just, I forgot the name, that he's going to, Jamie's going to get that up. So, Julian Butchwald. Okay. So, basically, Julian Butchwald was... He was about 20, 25 at the time. His girlfriend was 17. Mm. They were both Christian. Is, I think... Have I told you about this one? It, it, it sounds... Oh, I definitely have. Okay. So, well, for our listeners. There's this Christian couple. Bloke's 25. She's 17. They go to this... They go on a picnic on mm. this private property in Victoria. He gets out of the car and he's like, I think I see a dead animal gets out to inspect the dead animal, which wasn't uncommon for him. Mm. He's taken a while. The girlfriend's like, oh, where's Julian? I love him. Gets out of the car. She's like, Julian? She sees in the revision mirror this guy with a fucking mask on with a baseball bat. Hits her over the head, ties her up, puts her in the back of the so car. So it was him, wasn't it? No. Oh, okay. It was an attacker. Yeah, this is an attacker. She gets tied up in the back, gagged, blinded, puts her in the boot, drives for several hours. The guy drives the car several hours they get to this spot in the middle of the I thought he just pushed the car for several hours (laughs) 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 so they get to this spot in the forest and she's naked and she's tied up and the masked balaclavid figure is digging a hole and she's like fuck I'm gonna get raped and murdered this is the end guy's digging the hole puts the shovel down and he walks off it's been 10 minutes doesn't come back. She is this ah ah. Her boyfriend Julian had just woken up, also fucking tied up and shit. He's like, what? Well, he was delirious as fuck. He had like a gash over his head. Mm. She's like, what happened? They're like, there's a guy, and he hadn't come back. They managed to untie themselves, and they started running off. A few days later, the family get a letter saying, if you don't comply with our demands, there were no demands on the sheet. We're gonna fuck her to death and all this stuff. And there was this symbol on it, which was a satanic symbol. They showed it to a priest. Priest was like, yo, I know this symbol. The cops are like, yeah, no, we've looked it up. This is in 2008 in Victoria. You can Google this. What the fuck? They they look at the symbol. 
Priest is like, yeah, I know that that's a known satanic group. But when they looked it up, they're like, this satanic group doesn't exist in Australia, though. Or there's no evidence of it existing in this area. Like, the early, the only other known location of this group was in, like, Scotland and England. They're like, how can they be in this area, though? A few days later, they got another letter saying, you know, fucking blah, blah, blah. Just, just all this threatening stuff that no real demands they were seeking. They're like, fuck, our daughter's and a boyfriend or wherever the hell they are, they're going to get sacrificed or some shit. But at this point, they'd broken free, had they not? Well, they would get the family were getting these letters, they've broken free. But they, they still don't know where they are. Exactly. Yeah, they're not home. But no one knows where the fuck they yeah. are. All they know is they went on a picnic. They haven't been seen in a week. Mm. week later, they stumble out of the bushes and a truck driver finds them and picks them up. And they're naked and they're like, they're delirious, they're hungry. They pick them up, they tell the stories, and they're like, yeah, that's fucked up. You know, they lived off berries for a week and stuff. And then they're like, take us to the spot, let's verify it. Took them to the spot, everything checked out, the hole was there, the ropes that the attacker had used, the shovel. Now, being from a small Victorian town, copper dog. The dog, shout out to coppers. Woof, woof! Yeah. Dogs. (laughs) One of the cops is like, hang on, I got a similar shovel. I know where I got that shovel from. Let's check if it fits the receipt. They check it out at the shop. They get the receipt. The receipt matched to... Julian Buckley. The boyfriend, Julian Fuchcorn. They're like, what? So what had happened was, when he got out of the car to inspect this dead animal, he dressed up as well, a little... I just as- fucking said that at the start. Yeah, you, <laughs> you did, said but no. the listeners didn't... Need- I like telling this story. <laughs> <laughs> he got out of the car. He had... He had put a balaclava on yeah. he then tied her up got her naked pretended to dig a hole when he walked off he tied himself up gave himself a little gash over the that's head that's a good went, effort oh. to tie yourself up oh he probably did it shit and do that's you want to know why out. he did it why okay this is the best part so he did it to have sex with her and the whole week that they were naked running around the bush he kept saying the only way to stay warm is to have sex the only way to stay on is to have sex. And because she's Christian, she's like, no, I'm not having sex before marriage. So she stuck true to her morals. And she's like, no, we're not having sex. And he kept pushing, kept Stop, pushing. Stop, she didn't the do it. The whole reason he did this, she didn't do it. Then yes. he's like, fuck it, I give up. Then they run into the road, farmer picked him up. So he got charged with like unlawfully holding someone against their will. Oh like my attempted fucking, fucking God. Like assault. Anyway, he gets granted bail. He then tries to flee to India with the most ridiculous <laughs> fucking disguise. Sorry, now what? we're gonna post. We're gonna post the disguise on the page when we can. Uh, yeah, he gets to India. Passport Tell gets me flagged. he does blackface. Eh? No, he didn't do blackface. But it, honestly, he looks like he looks like such a fucking sex offender in this photo. I, I was, in this I was photo. purely imagining him like brown skin, turban, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm just going home." No, <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it, it's ridiculous though. So. His passport got flagged that by the time he got to India, he got fucking deported straight back. Mm. Went to jail for 10 years. August 2019. Free. Free Stop man. It. Free man. Oh, dude's like a fucking creep. <laughs> How old is he now? How old is he now? Well, what was he then? 25? He'd be around almost 40, 38. Oh, Probably not. What was that, Jamie? Do you reckon he's lost his virginity yet? Considering the lengths he went to last time to do it, I, I kind of hope so for society's interests. The fact that he's a free man and he has gone to arguably the second You've got to understand, this, this guy thought that that was easier than getting married. 
<laughs> like what the fuck? I tell you what, there there are there is only one more extreme length you can go to to have sex. Well, yeah, and that'd be rape. Yeah. So, <laughs> I've never heard of a guy be this desperate to get laid. It's very, it's very much like it's almost he's watched too much Wolf Creek, hey, because that is almost like. Well, he didn't rape her. No, but and Wolf Creek's based on well, more Ivan Malat and picking up a backpacker. Yeah, but even like you've got the. I running away aspect. Porn. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, well, speaking speaking about kind of weirdos. Oh, little, little bit of segue. Oh <laughs> shit! Oh shit! We're, we're gonna go back back in time. Yeah, go on. Uh, we're gonna speak a little bit about a, a Greek philosopher named Diogenes. That is related. That that is related. It's you know, when I told this story. That's what I thought. I'm like, fuck, Diogenes had a good piece about this. He, did, he knew he did. all about dudes kidnapping their girlfriends to fuck them. It, 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 well, he was cl- well, he was kidnapped at one point. He was sold into slavery. But we'll get to that. So he was when he was a child, he was sleeping? Uh, no, this was when he was an adult. Did you get that? No, I didn't. So was he... Sold into slavery? When he, no, when you said when he was a child, he was sleeping. I never said that. Yeah, you did. What? Yeah, because he was kid... Napped. Oh. Oh. Oh, no. (laughs) 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 Alright, so after my uh, after my joke. Yeah, wait, the joke. Oh, (laughs) Mac has said (laughs) he got kidnapped, and I said he was a child sleeping. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Jesus. (laughs) Jesus. <laughs> okay. Help. So go on. Send help. A, was it Diogenes? Diogenes. Diogenes. So he's he's uh what what they call a cynic. Uh he he birthed the cynic philosophy and it's more about taking the piss. Ah, uh, y- you could say that. Yeah. Uh, I I feel like he thought he he was living his authentic life. Um, mm. but as as we said, he's a bit of a character. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so he he gets exiled from his homeland. Unfortunately, not a lot of... We don't have any writings of his own. Um, so, we, we the only things we know about is from other people talking about him. Oh, okay. So, it's a bit like Jesus. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. You know the, you know, fun fact. You know, the first recorded written evidence of Jesus on earth like 200 years after he died. Really? Yeah. That's when the Bible was like... Because Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John—they're not actual perspectives from these four dudes who spent their lives. No, with Jesus. no, it's they're like compiled stories. stories yeah. yeah, and when that shit gets translated and translated and rephrased and interpreted, and then the metaphors turn into other metaphors and then re-translated, you're not going to get the true story. Oh is, yeah, definitely. Which is why fundamentalism is very flawed. I mean, you—you've said this every <laughs> everywhere. God, just no sense to get it out there. Uh, yeah, we might as well get this w- <laughs> episode's uh, one so, out of the way. Diogenes. But yeah, um, many people had met him. Um, <coughs> Did it, you meet him? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Was he yeah. good? Yeah, he was a bit of a character. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, he's not... He, you get along with him. Okay. So, uh, he was kind of like your asshole philosopher of the time. A bit uh, like Ricky Gervais? Huh? Ricky Gervais is a bit of an asshole philosopher. I really wouldn't call him a philosopher. He's a cynic that makes I, points. I would, I, I'd say Ricky Gervais does follow very much in Diogenes' cynical lifestyle. So, 
would you say is like Ricky Gervais then? I, I'd say, well, we'll go into it. I, I think Ricky Gervais is a bitch compared to Diodes. Oh, come on. Oh, <laughs> oh did you hear that, Ricky? This Afterlife is, was shit. This is my Ricky Gervais call out. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Dude, he's listening. What's this? This is the biggest podcast in... Switzerland. What? <laughs> <laughs> Your street? Oh, big time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he gets kicked out of his homeland. He goes to Greece. And um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he had a slave at the time. And uh, as soon as he gets to Greece, he's like... So he's a Mexican, is he? Uh, no, he was... Um, I th- he's from Sinope. I think it's like Syria, almost. What was he doing in Mexico? What? Did he say he got kicked out of Mexico? Got kicked out of his homeland. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so he had a slave and he gets to Athens. And fuck knows what this slave's name is. But let's say Bath. Bartholomew. Bartholomew. So Bartholomew and Diogenes. Yeah, and so he gets to Athens and he's like... <coughs> oh, Mac has just if, dropped a cup. If, if Bartholomew can live without Diogenes, Diogenes can live without Bartholomew. And he just told him to fuck off. And so he set his slave free as soon as he got to Athens and he started living his life. And um, he, he, uh, he found a philosopher that he took quite a liking to. Um... His name was Antisthenes. I oh, these fucking <laughs> Antisthenes. <Greece>. Yeah, <laughs> Antisthenes. Antisthenes. Ant- Antisthenes. I don't know. Anyway, oh, okay. this philosopher. Let's call him A. A for short. Yeah, so A Di- for short. We got Diogenes and we got A. So Diogenes A, has set his, his slave free and he, he's moved to Athens. Yeah, and, and he's he, met this bloke. He's met A, he's and met he's A. like, A, bro, or just A? <laughs> just A. Okay, but he's like. I love this man. This is, this guy is a genius. And A sees Diogenes and thinks, this guy is fucking repulsive. Oh, right. <laughs> so And so Diogenes is like, oh, hey, A, can you teach me some stuff? And uh, the A literally beats him with a stick. So like this a is a bit like a kind of Bill Shorten and any female yeah, situation. Yeah. So literally beats him with a stick and... Uh, Diogenes replies to him, uh, strike for you will, find no wood hard enough to keep me away from you. So is this a romantic No, love? he just wanted to learn from him. He wanted to learn from A. From A, yeah. He, well, he, a he was mean? a very respected philosopher at the time. Right, and Diogenes is just some random asshole. He's just moved to, to Athens and he's like... I own the place. I want to I be that man. Oh, okay. And, he's, and then he goes, tries to learn and A is absolutely disgusted. Because Diogenes is a gross piece of shit. Right, right, right. So, um, he gets to Athens and he doesn't actually have a house to live in. Uh, so, so he starts living in a giant clay wine barrel. Yeah, I'm looking at it. He begged for a living and often slept in a large ceramic jar. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, <laughs> um, c- the term cynic, uh, it actually comes from dog-like. Um, gr- I think it's kinikos, which is Greek for dog. Or dog, dog-like, um, cop-like, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> um, so uh, Diogenes was just living on the street, constantly seen, um, like literally living with packs of dogs, um, cops. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so he's become like a fucking like a wolfman almost. Essentially, oh, he he's wild. Yeah, he, he's seen running st- through the streets of Athens. <laughs> Just during the day, holding a lamp and being like, "I'm I'm looking for an honest human, but all I see is beasts." 
and people are like, Diogenes, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> um, he heckles, uh, Plato once calls man a featherless biped, and uh, Diogenes was sitting in the class. What does that mean? Well, yeah, Diogenes is sitting in the class thinking that he's like, that's a bit odd. That that was Plato, that was Plato's definition of a man, a a featherless biped. A featherless biped. Can you look that up, Jamie? Well, biped means something that stands on two legs. And featherless, featherless means no feathers. <laughs> oh, so what? We're all just chickens. Well, that's what Diogenes does. The next next uh, uh, seminar oh, that Plato. Featherless. I thought you were saying featherless. No. Featherless. So Plato holds another seminar and uh, Diogenes walks in with a plucked chicken and just holds it up and says, Behold, Plato's man. So what what was his point? Is he taking the piss out of Plato? He's taking the piss out of Plato. Fuck Plato. Fuck that dude. Essentially, Diogenes' philosophy at the time was all these people are bitches and I'm the only true person. Sounds like a narcissist. He is a bit narcissistic, but at the same time, he's not very vain. He he sees a child in the streets drinking um, from like a stream with his hands, and Diogenes is blown away. He's like, "Fuck me! I've been bested by a child because I've always drinking out of a bowl." So and he's he just saying threw his bowl away and started drinking out of. The- so is he saying that everyone should be equal? Like, what's with? Is, was he, he against he co- inequality? Uh, yeah, like he, he was very much everyone should be equal. He, he thought that like politics and stuff had gotten in the way of just people living at one with nature. Bro, that's... He, he, th- he thought that society had become a bit too convoluted. As in too... Confusing. Like, entitled or... Yeah, that's, that's a part of it, entitled, but even every aspect of it. Like, yeah. The fact that we're sitting down on chairs instead of sitting on the floor. Right. Yeah. So he wants to go back to the most simplicity. Yeah, he wants to live a truly o- authentic, simple life. Oh, right. What did you read about this guy? Um, I, I, was, I don't know. I read a lot of philosophy books. Oh, right. But um, also constantly caught masturbating in, uh, <laughs> in the streets. Wait, is this, is this me? Or is this yeah, no. Sorry. I got my <laughs> lines confused. Sorry, I just started talking about Mars for a second. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Constantly getting caught masturbating in the streets to the point where he gets taken to court for it. Well, we got a a scoop here, actually, Jamie. What what does this say? Um, He defecated in the theatre, masturbated in public, and pissed on people who insulted him. Constantly. Wait, this was the guy, not me, was it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mars, we're talking about here. Yeah, cool, because that was me. (laughs) I had a Wikipedia page. Fuck, nice. So Diogenes goes to court, and they're like, okay you need to stop masturbating in the streets. And he goes, well, if only it was as easy to rub my belly and I wouldn't feel hungry as anymore as it was to masturbate and I wouldn't feel hungry anymore. So he sounds like a serial fucking masturbator then. Well, yeah, he. I think he just was really poor and couldn't afford to eat. So he <laughs> was constantly masturbating to stop hunger pains. What, so did he eat his jizz or something? No, 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 he's just masturbating so he stops feeling hungry. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. So it's like almost pain therapy can be yeah, substituted with masturbating. But people kind of start to get sick of Diogenes in Athens. 
and uh, he does get kidnapped. So he was, he was that funny guy that was charismatic, and now it's like, oh, fuck, you're just a I pain mean, now, man. Yeah, it's it's funny for the first three years, Diogenes, but when you've pissed on pretty much everyone <laughs> in Athens, <laughs> yeah, we, can't, we get when a bit sick cold. of it. So he gets kidnapped by pirates, and uh, he gets sold into slavery. The Pirates of the Caribbean? I don't know, the Pirates of Greece. Oh, is that a, is that a spin-off of yeah, Jack yeah. Sparrow series? That's the prequel. Oh, okay, right, right, yeah. And, um... He gets kidnapped, uh, sold into slavery. The slave auctioneer is like, okay, so what, like, how am I going to sell you? What are you good at? And he's like, oh, I'm really good at owning slaves. <laughs> and uh, so he's like, oh, okay. And um, puts him up onto the auction. And like, uh, as the guy's about to start the auction, Diogenes sees like a man in like royal clothing and just goes, yep, you, sell me to him. He needs a master. <laughs> And uh, that convinced the guy, and he paid out the ass for Diogenes. And, <laughs> so uh, Diogenes became his slave? Became his slave for a bit. Um, it's got it, a fucking wild life. Well, yeah. Well, see, the problem is, this is where, Di- like, we know Diogenes went to Athens for sure. This is where Diogenes' life starts to get a bit hazy. Mm. But uh, some point after he gets freed as being a slave, um, he goes back to living a very simple life just out on the street. Um, he meets Alexander the Great. He was a great man. Alexander the Great he met seeks Alexander the Great. Uh, no, Alexander the Great seeks Diogenes out. Let's gi- let's give some context to Alexander the Great. Alexander the Great is known as the greatest general in history. He united all the Greek states for a brief period of time and Persia, which caused issues with the conservatives of each Greek state because they didn't want these customs that weren't, you know. I mean, the, and the size of his empire, like, was... It was fucking huge, and it's a shame he died at, like... I think he died at about 35. Poisoned, or, I think. Yeah, he died. Yeah, they reckon he was murdered. He died quite young, and the shit that he did in his short life is, like, fucking amazing. Oh, well, actually, back to the... When I was at the pyramids, there's so many, like, written accounts of Alexander the Great being in the pyramids. Oh, really? Standing in this fucking room in this ginormous worldwide known thing... And you know that Alexander the Great and like Cleopatra, Julius Caesar's been in there. Oh, it's pretty cool. <coughs> so there, there's two accounts of uh, what happens when Alexander seeks out Diogenes. Uh, the first account, it's a little, little savage, but no, nowhere near Diogenes' usual standards. Yeah. Is uh, Alexander's like, oh, Diogenes, literally, well, I can do, I will do anything for you if you will teach me. What can I do for you? And uh, Diogenes replies, can you get out of my sunlight? You're blocking blocking the sun. Jesus, to <laughs> Alexander the Great. To Alexander the Great. And that's Bruh. that's the less savage. Did he know who this guy was? Oh, he, uh, he obviously knew. So why Alexander. did Alexander seek him out? He was well known. Like, oh, Diogenes, well known. Even though people like had a distaste for him, a lot of people were like, I mean, this guy is uh, pretty smart. Admiring him. Yeah, definitely admiring. Ja- Jamie's got something here. What's this? Um, also, just after he told him to stand out of the sunlight. Wait, were you going to go to that? What he said after? Um, yes, I was. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Uh, so, I- I'll get to that after the... Hang on. I thought you were American. <laughs> 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 Shit. <laughs> uh, so, there, there's a second <laughs> encounter of, of the way that could have happened. And uh, apparently... Instead of just sitting down, um, Alex rides up and Diogenes is looking through a pile of bones. And uh, Alexander's like, uh, Diogenes is like, how can I help you? 
but uh, what are you, what are you doing? And uh, Diogenes replies, "Oh, I'm looking for the bones of your father, but I can't distinguish them between the bones of slaves." Damn, Alexander's dad was—he uh, was—was he the emperor of Greece or the leader of Greece? Uh, I don't know. I'm not too sure. Because he was a very high up uh, oh, he was a big man figure, in society but too. What? What? What was he? Uh, King of Macedonia. Yeah, Macedonia of the. You are Australian, <laughs> <laughs> perhaps. <laughs> oh, shit. The um, king of Macedon. Okay, yeah. So he's basically kind of trying to point out, like, I don't give a fuck who you are. We're all equal. Beats of yeah, DNA yeah, exactly. Bones at the end of the day. But anyway, no matter what actually happened, Alexander does go on to like write in his journals that if I were not Alexander, I wish to be a Diogenes. Say that again. He said, "If I were not Alexander, I wish to be Diogenes." Oh, Alexander said that. Yeah. Fuck. And then apparently Diogenes replied, um, if I were Diogenes, oh, if I weren't Diogenes, I would wish to be Diogenes. Jesus, this guy's like a pure narcissist. Oh, yeah. But was he happy? Well, he, he must have been. He must have probably been. why they, Jesus. I mean, this guy was content living in a fucking clay barrel. True, and shitting on people <laughs> and pissing <laughs> on people and, and masturbating people. Masturbating in the streets. Jesus. I think I like him. I th- we I should get him on the podcast. I th- if only. He'd be an A-bra material. I, I think he, he would be. Yeah. That's kind of what we do. Yeah, big yeah, time. No, that's where I'm into that. I'm into that. Let's, Jamie, make some inquiries. <laughs> get in touch with him. <laughs> he's got an email. He's got an email. Anyway. But yeah, he's, he's, he's getting a kind of revival at the moment. People are, are bringing back Diogenes. What, like fucking animalistic ways in society I mean people have kind of adapted it more so to, to oh, the being an age. asshole well that's what afterlife's about well, he just no, becomes I, an asshole to everyone oh but he's not nasty he's just grieving and he wants to kill himself Aristotle loves himself doesn't want to die well no see okay, well this is Diogenes is happy to die They're, we don't know exactly how Diogenes dies apparently he gets bit by a dog <laughs> and infected by it and dies, Jeez. but there is another account that he just decided to hold his breath until he ceased to exist. Jesus. <laughs> but uh, yeah, when when asked, oh, what like what do we do with your body after you're done? He was yeah. like, yeah, just throw it over the walls of Athens and give me a stick. Give him a stick. Yeah. What do you mean, like a grave? Well, well, then they uh, no 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 they asked like why would we give you a stick if you're dead? And then he's like, oh well, if I'm dead, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Nobody else with the stick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. But, right. that, but that was Diogenes. All right, yeah, that was interesting. I thought you'd like that. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm into that. You know what? We, uh, I think we'll call it there. That's today's we'll, episode. We'll wrap it up. Yeah. Um, thanks for sharing that. No, we're no. going to put up some pictures of that. Also, if you can leave us a five-star review. It's yes, on the Apple please. Podcast app. Apple, we're on review. Google Podcast now as well. We found out we got some Swiss and US viewers. So, if um, please, can you say hello in Swiss for us, Maka? I can't. Can you? Hurrah! Nah, fuck. What was that? Oh, I think I was Chinese. Yeah, that's that. incredible. Can you do bad. a US hello? You do the US. Hello. Howdy, folks. <laughs> Welcome to the Abra Podcast. We're, oh, we're wrapping it up now, but. Uh, you can, you can buy. You, you, can, you can rate us on iTunes and iTunes. Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts. Uh, no, not Google Podcasts. Fucking Apple Podcasts. No, we're on both now. Oh, we? Yeah, I got a notification saying we're on Google Podcasts. Hell, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. 
Uh, so Trump 2020. Oh, I did. I I do need to give a shout out. Who to? Uh, uh, fleeting. Oh, oh yeah, deaths. Yeah, hold on. So while Mac is getting that up, fleeting friends on Instagram, please. Uh, give him a like, a follow, buy something off him. He's a great artist. Great artist. We like to support the community here. He's on a the friend Abra. of the podcast. Big friend yeah. of the podcast. We'll get on. We've added a few friends today to the friend list. We haven't had any enemies today, have we? I don't think we made a single enemy this. No, this we day. put Trump on the enemy on the foe list. No, I mean today. This yeah, no, today we made we not had a single enemy. today our new friends were Julian, Diogenes, Diogenes uh, the chef from the Titanic who got pissed. Yeah, the the masturbator from Pompeii. He's definitely yes, he's, he's a, a very good podcast. friend. Him and Diogenes knew each other quite well. I would have to imagine. Yeah. Maybe it is Diogenes. Holy shit! Do, do, Did do, we do, just do, give do. a skip? <laughs> Damn, we need that soundboard. Dude. Prepared, eh? So the only enemy I think that we have would be still Trump. Still, still Trump. Yeah, just Trump. No, Julian's a friend of, of the podcast. Um, yeah, no, Julian. So yeah, leave us a review. Send us a message. We got a Facebook and an Insta now. Send us a message of some weird shit you want us to talk Give about. Give us some news. Give us a story. Send us a link. Some review. Give us some news. Some Give it reviews. in the in your reviews. Make them raunchy. Call out Macca. Call uh, out me. We did get one review. Should I read it out? Yeah, please. Yeah, we got to read them out. It's not from Eshays one one five, is it? Yeah. Oh, that was me. <laughs> Read it out anyway. Uh, so well, we got one review from an anonymous source. Allegedly, Flynn gave us a review. Yeah, allegedly, I didn't, didn't fucking see it anywhere. Yeah, I'm not saying it, Flynn. Flynn, nah, I'm calling it out. Follow the podcast. <laughs> we did Flynn. Out, nah, out. So what, what's this uh, review, Mac? I hope these two can rule the world one day. <laughs> Fantastic insight into Bill Shorten and current events. The Dockers are also a great band. Wow. Agar for presidents, five stars. That's a ma- thanks for that, whoever that was. That was a good review. Thank you, Ashes. Thanks, guys. All right, we appreciate we'll, it. We'll wrap it up. Uh, Abra. Abra. Bye.